Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about robust systems. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, as a software engineer, what rules do you follow to create robust and maintainable systems? Well, <clears throat> I have a few rules I can give you. Well, everybody likes a top three, right? So let's do a top three. Okay, so my top three list is going to be first and foremost, keep it simple, stupid. The this is my favorite. Like it's a, it doesn't matter if w what I'm doing usually in the IT world because if there's anything that you're gonna learn from being a software developer, it is that you prepare for the worst and you hope for the best because that thing ain't never working on your first go. It's that simple. But the simpler you can keep something, the better. Now, when I say keep it simple, stupid, it's it works on multiple levels. It, I see today quite a lot of issues that are correlated to the fact that people are what are creating what I like to call circumstantial complexity. And circumstance for me, where circumstantial complexity is, is complexity that is not inherent to the system, but it is actually created because we indulge people too much in their pursuit of innovation and their pursuit of like trying things out and experimentation and so forth in ways that aren't really productive. I really do believe that we've kind of lost our way in many cases with having this kind of perfect democra democratic way of thinking in, in, for a lot of companies where you can have people regardless of something is a good or bad idea that they will simply you know they will just do it without much motivation and actually add more maintenance and more problems and complexity to the system than is necessary my favorite one to bash my favorite area to bash on here is frontend where it's almost to the point where you can do almost anything in the frontend code base and the system, the frontend code base can rot to almost any degree and you're st you're going to blame JavaScript for it. I don't know how we got to that point, but apparently really bad coding practices and developers who are adding libraries left and uh, left and right that it's the fault of JavaScript. That's the problem, right? And the same thing goes for operations and so forth where we're adding more and more layers of complexity to the operations layer. And one thing that I think is hilarious is that we've gotten to the point where your infrastructure now needs unit tests. Well, it, of course, it could have all—it always needed some form of testing. But if you move to say microservices or service meshes and so forth and so forth, or you're adding too many proxy layers or so too much complexity to your infrastructure, you've actually created a new surface of issues that is much more, in many cases, much more severe and harder to test than the application layer. And it's happening. In some, I mean, if you're not adding that for any better reason than, hey, there's this tech talk out there who said that this was really cool or really awesome, then you're not really thinking about the problems uh, in, a, in a sane way, I think. And I think that it's, uh, it's my most important rule. Keep it simple, stupid. Your, your solution needs to have the perspective that I'm going to solve the problem that I have 80% of the time as well as I humanly can in the simplest possible way that I can 
and that is very counterintuitive for what most of the industry is doing because you're not most of the industry are not trying to go for the simplest solution they're trying to go for the most sophisticated solution or the solution with the most amount of subjective value it is really rare i feel you find to f to see developers get excited about a simple solution to something they are more excited about all the bells and the whistles like I, what i like to call the 20% of the problem so in in the worst cases that i've seen developers are so excited about those 20% that they compromise with this, a solution that solves the 80% problem I've seen it to happen in anything, everything from the application code to logging systems to networking solutions like there's all, there, this acts at all levels of the system and that's why I say keep it simple stupid is probably my favorite rule because the simpler you can make the system the more likely you are to be able to understand what's going on when something goes wrong and to keep the whole thing maintainable over time because the more stuff you add the more likely you are to have problems. Second thing is uh, to have a, good, a robust and maintainable system you need to pick the right testing strategy. This is a big one for me where usually the in the life cycle of any company you start out in the early days with quite poor testing and not that many thoughts on how to deal with it and then if you meet success your company grows and you will real you will go from being able to just innovate and write a lot of new code to realizing that a more and more time actually is invested in just testing said code because the, you have so many features now that you change something over here and then something over there breaks and it this will ha it, the ratio that it is completely inevitable that this is going to happen it doesn't matter if you use microservices it doesn't matter what solution you go for this will happen and the best remedy to fix this problem of scaling is to have the right testing strategy and I'm not just talking about say test-driven development I'm saying that you need to understand how your system works and you really need to understand how to ver verify if your code is working at all levels of the application so test-driven development or unit test that would be one layer of the application it would be the lowest layer where you could test it but then you have integration tests where you might depend on different services such as databases or external APIs or something like that and then you might have another layer on top of that which is say well, the like the end-to-end -end testing or things like that, where you might have to have contract-driven development or BDD type of workflows in order to assert that well, this API is actually following the specification. You might have an API spec test or well, that's a contract test basically, where you verify that your APIs that you're providing to customers or so forth is actually doing the thing that that you're doing or and then you might have another layer on top of that which is like the UI level where I usually prefer using BDD or things like that where you might have to simulate a user that's actually using the actual a UI in order to assert that everything is working correctly so investing heavily in informing yourself about different different types of testing not just unit testing, not just the lowest level, but actually understanding 
the, the, the width of all the testing strategies that are available to you and knowing when to use one and when to use another and understanding the trade-offs is probably one of the most powerful and best investments any company can make because I can promise you one thing if your system ever gets to a point where it feels unstable and risky to release things which is usually a direct problem direct correlated problem to this thing that you don't have enough you don't have a good testing strategy your entire development process and the quality of your system is going to drop third and lastly you need to have a rollout strategy a good rollout strategy in other words how do you deploy things and how do you roll back if something doesn't work because even with the best testing strategy in the world there are going to be mistakes there's going to be issues in production there's going to be things that are going to go wrong and so you need to really invest in a good CI or CD pipeline which makes your developers feel safe about the situation where they feel like they can deploy and they will know if something goes wrong fairly early on and they always have the option of rolling back as quickly basically as they rolled out this is a this is a challenge to get this right but if you can get this right nothing will be more valuable because I mean I would even go as far as to say that you could go without any tests if you could get this thing right because then you could test in a very brute, brute, brutal way where the users report an issue and you can roll back whenever the need arises. You should of course not do that but having a fail safe and having a good release process uh, with a, roll, a good roll up, rollback strategy is probably the most calming thing for every single person's nerves within the company. So what I want you to take away from this is that my three rules that I try to follow to write robust and maintainable systems is number one keep it simple stupid don't invest in tools that give you uh, that sell you on 20% of the total that you need focus on the simplest tool that you can possibly find that most of the people that you work with know and feel comfortable with that does 80% of the work don't get sold on bells and whistles and things that are non-critical to your business number two have a good testing strategy invest in understanding what types of testing will you need in order to assert that the system is working not just at the code level but in the like in your testing environments in your production st environments and so forth and so forth there are many ways of testing a system and you need to figure out which one is going to work the best for your system third and lastly make sure that you invest in a good rollout strategy or a deployment strategy make sure that you have a very smooth process from the developers laptop out into production and that there is a rollback option so that you as early as possible figure out if there's something wrong with the running system and that you can roll that code back and investigate what went wrong have a great day